Is your soul ready for the truth? Welcome to Chatcast, the award-winning spiritual podcast that takes on all the hard topics. Raw, unfiltered, and authentic. No spiritual or relationship issue is off limits. We discuss everything from sex and consent to equality, grief, death, and the spirit world. Life evolves around relationships. So if you're ready to get right with yourself so you can be right with others, then stay right here because Chatcast is for you. Now, here's your host, spiritual empath, shaman, and multiple award-winning best-selling author, Tracy Dunblazer. Hi, good afternoon. I'm Tracy Dunblazer, and this is Chatcast. And today we are going to be talking about, oh my goodness, not everyday leadership. <laughs> Oops, I forgot to change the banner. Um, we are going to be uh, talking about bibliomancy. Does anybody out there know what bibliomancy is? Because that's what we're going to be talking about. It's going to be very exciting. Bibliomancy is, uh, I want to use the word ancient, but not so much ancient because it, uh, they didn't use this, I don't believe, in tablet days, uh, but it's it's the, the art of taking a book, say, your crystal allies, and um, choosing, asking a question, and then going to a page and looking where the first place that your eye goes and seeing that as the answer to your question from the universe. Now... Obviously, these answers aren't literal. They are intended to be, hold on one second, I'm just going to change this talk. You think I would be better at multitasking um, than I am. There we go. Here we go. Update that. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> thanks so much for being patient. Um, universe, will people not judge me for being scattered all the time. Let's see what bibliomancy says. And let's, let's go with conquer your karmic relationships. So I just chose, I opened it up to any page. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and I came up to a quote. That's Charlotte, by the way, everybody welcome Charlotte. I wish she would have stayed there for the whole show. She's so much fun. Uh, I came up to a quote from Confucius that says to be wronged is nothing unless you continue to remember it. That is the answer from the universe about whether or not people are going to judge me. To be wronged is nothing unless you continue to remember it. So for anybody judging me, I'm just not going to remember it. So there. Anyway, so that's what bibliomancy is. So what I'm hoping is all one of you that is watching right now, anybody who's watching, uh, this is a live show. So of course, if you see the recast of this, you're not going to really be able to participate. But um, anybody who has a question, you can just write it out there and I'll, I'll do a bibliomancy for you. Otherwise, we're going to talk about what, what the world needs now is love, sweet love. Okay, 
what the world needs now is love, sweet love. And I'm going to, I'm going to bring some of that to you today with bibliomancy. So first of all, I want to share this crystal with you. I don't know if any, if you, uh, anybody watching has uh, seen my latest project, it's called Your Crystal Allies. It is a book and, and altar card deck series. Uh, it's all going to be launched in, in October, finally, but I am doing a Kickstarter funding program beginning May 1st, and uh, you want to go to Kickstarter, uh, Your Crystal Allies, to see that. But uh, this is one of the crystals in the third book, and uh, it is called a Trans Channeler, which is shortened from uh, Transmitter Crystal and channeler crystal. It's a combination of those two crystals and one crystal. And basically what it means is that the tip here, you can't quite see it in the shadowing, but there are six faces all total. There are three larger faces with seven sides. And then there are three smaller faces that are triangles that separate all of them. And, and that combination is called a trans channeler. And this particular type of crystal, it receives and transmits energy and information messages. Uh, it also, as you can see, it has a lot of information in there. There's a lot of cracks and, and movement and energy and information inside this quartz. So it's a record keeper. It actually has an energy and information for you to receive from it. So if you are out in the world and you find one of these trans channelers and you feel like it's for you, it probably is. Um, they're also a really great community stone because they well, duh, they transmit energy to our matrix, to our tribe, to all the people with whom we are connected on any level. So everyone watching this right now is, is a part of my group. And this has a message for all of us today. Um, so I'm going to start with any, is, is there anybody who's got a question for me? I don't see that anybody does. I know this is totally a, uh, <laughs> this is totally a, um, uh, very impromptu uh, experience today. Um, I really wanted to do a chat cast um, based on bibliomancy because it's such an interesting art form. Uh, you can use it anytime. You can you can ask a question of the universe and you know be downtown and see a bus pass by and and interpret the message that it has for you. And they're always accurate if you are open minded and open hearted. Of course they're never giving you li literal messages to hurt yourself or others. That is never what's happening, <laughs> but we are, we are always given support by our universe. And that's the most important thing for people to know right now, because we are living in a time where, you know, mofos are crazy out there. We, we, everybody's going through a hard time on so many levels that we can't sometimes possibly even imagine. So sometimes we need extra support and sometimes we don't get that from our human, uh, brethren or sisterhood. We don't get it from others. We get it from animals. We get it from the wind. We get it from the earth. We get it from the crystals. We get it many other places. So uh, let's, uh, the message for people, anybody we're watching right this minute. Interesting. Uh, there we go, girl. Um, this, this is a message to anybody listening. 
It says, acknowledging your inner authority. I'm going to read this first uh, sentence. Nobody makes you do anything ever. How about that? Nobody makes you do anything ever. People can make requests, manipulate and bully you, incentivize you, and victimize you. But ultimately, you are the one to take the action. It's all on you. So this is the lesson of karma. No matter the complex confluence of circumstances that lead to a choice, you are left at some point in time with the responsibility of understanding all that led you to the action and the impact it had on you and others. So interesting. That's what I was just saying. You know, we can, we can, divining is, is the way in which it's like religion. It's, it, you know, religion is our way of working with spirit, uh, working with our highest and best selves, working with uh, the, the omnipotent aspect of ourself that has the ability to access any information that we may need at any given time, regardless of our, our circumstance or condition, right? The, this, the, the universe, the, this, the, the great spirit is here with us at all times and we can never be separate from that. So learning to access that information and honor it by, uh, finding ways to interpret it is all on you. And the first step to that is, is recognizing that, like I said, nobody makes you do anything. They can exhibit a whole host of bad behaviors to encourage you or entice you to do it, but you're the one at the end of the day to do it. And you have to be accountable for that and accountable for learning how to say no to that. Or sometimes in certain cases, learning how to be accountable for saying yes. Meaning a lot of, there are a lot of people who uh, sometimes we're working with elements of trust, right? And, and so we, in, we are encouraged to, to go out and meet people or have certain experiences and we don't want to do it because, you know, the world's crazy. Right. I mean, it's, it's hard to watch the news and then get excited about going out to a party or uh, having, you know, a good time with friends because there are so many things going on out there. Let's talk about what spirit has to say about. About preparedness. What does that mean? And which book? You know what? I'm going to go with transformative grief. This is this is not actually the book itself. It comes out May May twenty eighth, and I couldn't find. I I finally uh, they sent me my my pre uh, release hardback book, and I can't find it. It's buried in my car somewhere. So I'm going with one of these, uh, but it's obviously the same content. So I'm going to. What does Great Spirit have to say about being prepared in our world today? Okay. Um, if anybody's out there and one, it wants to give me a page number between one and 200, we can do that too. But you got to come up quick with it. One and 200. Nope. Okay. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Well, two things came up. One, the first thing that I saw is what happens when we die? Talk about being prepared. This is, I guess it, you know, I guess ultimately we have to be prepared by, you know, what does it look like? Uh, what does death look like? Uh, one of the things that I include in the book, and that's, this is the previous paragraph. I'm going to include that, which is the death march. In death, there is a process of letting go. 
mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. It is a time of reconciling one's relationships to all things going through and giving away personal items and taking a stand on long-held feelings and beliefs. When fear or politeness previously may have been an obstacle, it is a time for the resolution of one's relationships to themselves first and to others and the world second. It can be a beautiful time of confidence and self-actualization. So that's an interesting response about being prepared because aren't we all living to die? You know, if you, if you haven't addressed your, oh gosh, if you haven't addressed your mortality, if nothing in your life has come up, if you don't know people who have died or people who have clo are close to you, certainly right now you have to, when you watch the news, you are addressing elements of your mortality, whether it's a, a, a windstorm or a tornado or uh, some sort of weather activity or, you know, people who are losing their minds on the street, guns. Uh, there's so many elements of our culture today that we are really struggling with this idea of mortality. And that is ultimately we must be prepared to address our mortality, our the, the fact that we are not going to be here forever in this body in this way. Now, once you can get on board with that and acknowledge that and accept that, it allows you to be a little freer and more confident in being who you are, you know, being willing to, well, two things, being willing to express yourself honestly and, and not worrying about judgment from others or whether or not somebody's going to abandon you because they don't like the way you think or they don't believe the way you think, you know, they, there's not agreement there. But also, I think that the element of, you know, one of the things that people are, the reason why people are losing their minds out there today is because they are fearful. What, regardless of whether or not their fears are founded, in fact, I, I will go as far as to say that no one's fears are founded. Meaning you can't assume, unless, unless you are addressing the situation at hand and being present in the moment and responding to the vibration of what, in fact, is going on in the moment, Everything else is this delusion of fear. We have a lot, a lot of people have fears about who other people are, uh, what other people are going to do, uh, what might happen, right? There's a lot of, a lot of uh, how other people should be. You know, we, there's a lot of divisiveness and, and uh, people trying to control other people and their behavior and their actions. Um, so, addressing this core level of fear and recognizing that at the end of the day, if you are not present in the moment, when you are present in the moment and there is truly a dangerous situation at hand, spirit will speak to you, speak to your heart. He will move. And he, by he, I mean, she, I mean, they, I mean it. <laughs> Forgive me for growing up in the sixties because I, you know, it just flowed from me, but I on no level mean that it is a he or a she. It is a, it is an omnipotent flow of all life. That flow of all life will move through you and move you into a, a place of, of being safe. If you will listen, if you will be open, if you will allow yourself to surrender to that greater vibration of safety, right? But when you are fearful that, that closes down the windows and the doors that you have open to spirit. And 
it closes down your ability to see who and what people actually intend for you. Doesn't allow you to be present in the moment and to respond in a way that can keep you and other people safe. So, you know, how do we practice? You know, one of the things I, I have, I've been in this, this, mm, I've been in this process. There's a lot of cultural, I want to say philosophies. Um, there's another word that I want that I get, you know, when, when people, uh, Prophecy. Thank you. Not philosophy, prophecy. There are a lot of prophecies in the world that have spoken about this. They call it the end days. <laughs> right? But we are experiencing the planet in a way that we have never experienced before. And in this period of time, it's it's powerful. And the weather is unlike it has been. Human conflict is as a whole other level. You know, we are all stepping into our own sense of power and righteousness will prevail. And when I say righteousness, I don't mean for humanity. Human beings aren't righteous. Spirit is righteous and the planet is righteous. And those two things far outweigh the power that we have. The power that we have is our ability to listen, be present, and to cooperate. And right now we are we are going through some very hard lessons of learning to cooperate with the, the cosmos and the planet and each other and ourselves, right? I mean, we can, we can put all of those things on that list. So um, that's one of the things that we're really looking, learning to do is to be present to uh, oh, that's what I was saying. Sorry, I, I pretty shiny things. I am. I, I started one place and then I went on a whole journey around. But I'm going to come back to it. And 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 what I was going to say, what where I was going with it, is that I remember when I first. I, I have always been a psychic medium who's had deep earth knowledge in my spirit. I've and I've always been aware of it. I haven't. I haven't always been able to communicate it. Um, I've certainly not been always in an environment to have it received well by others. Um, but it's always been there. But the point at which I kind of had my coming out party and I started letting more and more people know about my experiences, my visions, how I saw the world, what, you know, my beliefs, it connected me to a whole other set of people. And, and, that set of people, the metaphysicians in the world, the healers of the world, the musicians of the world, um, we all we all receive energy and information, and part of that is prophecy. And in these many ancient prophecies that I have studied over the years, um, those prophecies are about this period of time where people are learning to trust themselves at a whole other level by letting go of their fear understanding their power, but learning to include everyone in the positive transformation of their humanity. When we exclude other people from our experience, when we differentiate ourselves, us and them, when if you find yourself using the term them towards a group of people in any way, shape or form, that's showing you where your bias is. And that's 
excluding those people. You are excluding allies that you might not even know you have in a powerful way. So let's talk about allies here. In fact, we're, we're going to use the uh, your crystal allies, the 12 best gems and minerals for healing trauma and navigating change. And we are going to, there we go. Okay, today we got uh, my blue lace agate story. So this is talking about a crystal called blue lace agate. She is fantastic. Blue lace agate is, a, is an incredible stone of continuity and communication and personal expression in a beautiful, firm, yet gentle way. It's about being so clear and cognizant and present to what you want to say that you you give yourself permission to say it, but not in a way that, that needs to hurt or diminish or make another person wrong. So uh, that's, that's, the, that's Blue Lace Agate, uh, her specialty. And where I just fell into was my Blue Lace Agate story. So I'm going to read you. I don't know what this first sentence is going to be, but we're going to, that's going to be our, uh, our commentary from the universe on our topic, which is addressing fear and uh, being in this powerful time of prophecy. Uh, Blue Lace Agate has been a valuable ally for as long as I can remember, helping me achieve varying levels of relief from anxiety and rage. Fear of reprisal from speaking my heart and deep levels of attachment to any situation at its inevitable outcome. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? I love how the universe works, right? Because this, this is a, this is a stone that helps you fear of reprisal. You know, that, that is, you know, if I had to say, and I, I wish I, you know, as as people begin to see this video, I want you to, to say it, to tell me in the comments, what is your biggest fear right now? Because fear of reprisal for being who you are, male, female, gay, gender neutral, flexible, uh, black, brown, white, Asian, Jewish, Christian, like, you know, whatever, whatever it is that you have going on, that you have a fear of reprisal about being that thing, psychic, being a witch. My neighbor called me a witch. I mean, not, and not trust me, you know, I hang with the best of them and I, and I consider myself a witchy person by absolutely every standard, but that's not what she meant. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and she, she was, my neighbor was telling other neighbors that, uh, that I, that I practiced brujaria, uh, in, in an, I guess in a negative form, whatever, whatever it is that she told them their, their belief of that or what they believed that was, um, made them think that I was putting a hex on them or something silly, which anyway, it was, it was kind of hilarious, but it's like people, they don't know you, they don't know who you are, what you do, or maybe you've pissed them off. And that in this case, that's, that is what has happened. She has never spoken about me to other people, as far as I know, until I did something that pissed her off. I was honest with her. <laughs> Oops. You know, fear of reprisal. People sometimes don't like when you are honest with them because they, uh, they don't want to deal with that honest sense of themselves. God dang, all this uh, hair flying in the air. 
from my precious little child. Yes, my precious little. Oh, look at her. See, see, this is Charlotte, my little furry Charlotte. Um, so being who you are in the world, you know, Ralph Yarl, I was, I, I just, when, when I saw that this young man went to pick up some sibling, his siblings at a house and pick, you know, accidentally went to the wrong house and some dude shot him like that. That shit just does not make sense. And it's really hard to be in a, in a world where things like that, so many things that are happening, do they just don't make sense? And we have to try to make sense of them, give them some form of meaning in order to continue. Right? I mean, that's 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 the long and short of it, is we are all finding a way to continue with open heart, with an open mind, generating love and learning to receive comfort, to receive goodness from people. When we are truly open to receiving goodness from other people, it will promote and provoke that goodness from them. Right? But fear can't be a part of that equation. What happens if you are truly open to receiving goodness from others, that energy signature, it disallows people with an ill intent towards you. It disallows them to get near you. Right? It disallows them to get near you. And you that's not you trying to, that's not you calling the police, that's not you saying anything, that's you sending out a signature, this is what I'm willing to receive from my environment. And I know that's a deep concept in a profoundly, ridiculously crazy time. So I, I, I'm not, I'm not being, I'm not, I'm not trying to say, oh, just be positive. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to minimize what's happening. What I'm trying to do is, is point to the part of you that you can strengthen that I guarantee you in the time that you most need it, it will serve you. It will hold you. It will protect you. That's been in my experience. And I believe it to be yours. I wish that for you. So I'm going to do one more uh, bibli, bibliomatical. I don't even know what, what that, what, one more, one more reading with bibliomancy. I'm going to use heal your soul history. This is a uh, book two in the Demon Slayer's Handbook series. Okay, interesting. Oh, okay. Um, we have uh, Enter the Dragon. Interesting. We're going to go with Battle of the Will. I'm going to read both, but I, I saw Battle of the Will first, but for somehow I just read Enter the Dragon. So I'm going to read Battle of the Will first. Uh, during the phase of conflict, the real battle is with your own willpower. And the struggle is eventually talking yourself out of whatever is no longer working or in your best interest. How about that? When you are in conflict, you are completely aware of what the issues are and often at least moderately aware of the resolution. The struggle is to accomplish mastery of the will regarding the situation. So, when you're struggling, you are aware of both sides. And it is that awareness that creates a space for you to witness other people's struggle. 
So to get it's it's meant to give you the opportunity to see more clearly what you want to do. So trust that. Trust yourself. Trust trust your higher-minded voice inside of you that speaks to you words of courage. And trust me, there are a lot of people out there hearing a lot of voices right now, and I don't think you're crazy, but a voice that you want to listen to is never going to tell you to harm yourself or someone else. Never. There are a lot of spirits out there who will tell you to harm yourself or someone else. There are a lot of spirits out there speaking through people saying, you know, why are you just killing yourself? That's some ridiculous shit and don't do it. It's not true. It is not a message from God for you to go harm yourself or someone else. That's not what's happening. When you hear a spirit that has somehow energetically got in, it's because there is grief there for you to expunge. So if, if you are out there and you're hearing voices and they're telling you to do bad things, don't do it. You're the one that it, it's not responsible. You're responsible and you, and don't do it. You don't have to do it. That's not what the truth is. That's not where you're going to find your highest anything. That's not where you're going to find your salvation. Where you're going to find your salvation is listening to your heart and knowing that the highest and best choice for you is always when it cooperates and includes other people. And it, you find a way to honor equality in yourself and for others. So, uh, gosh darn, I was going to go for 10 minutes and here I am at 30. So thank you so much for listening me listening to me babble on today at Chatcast. And uh, hey, if anybody gets an opportunity to, I'm going to leave a, a link in the comments about going to uh, cover.org. Uh, this week we have until the 24th, we are voting. Uh, April 24th is the final day to vote in the Cover Visionary Awards, um, where many people, including myself, have multiple uh, multiple entries. I've been nominated several times uh, for my book, Your Crystal Allies, also for this podcast, Chatcast. So if you see this uh, Chatcast within any of the, the three days that there, is, there are, April 24th, 2023, please go on to cover.org. Uh, their main page has a public voting link that you can uh, vote for me and uh, hundreds, a couple of hundred other people uh, in 71 categories. And it only takes eight minutes to do that. And it's fun. You can see what the newest and best products are in the mind, body, spirit marketplace. So again, this has been Tracy Dunblazer. Thank you so much for joining me at Chatcast and have a terrific rest of your uh, weekend. You've been listening to Chatcast with Tracy Dunblazer, the award-winning spiritual podcast that takes on all the hard topics. Join us next time for more in-depth conversations about life and relationships. Thanks for listening.